Damien Fleming, a very good morning to you. Hey, boys, how are you going? Yeah. Um, Heels, do you want to elaborate? I did ask you whether you, you've read, used to read the sport for years on TV, but you did a, <laughs> a little bit of weather reporting um, for SEN during the test match. Is that something you'll, you'll look to pursue? Yes, and something very proud of. Um, the, the the locals do get asked about the weather, and not, even if we don't have a clue, don't we? <laughs> and I I gave no, my I weather. You, I thought you were very impressive. Yeah, yeah. No, it's great. I just looked at the bomb. Luckily, just before that, no, and knew the weather pattern was going from west to east. That's all I knew. Um, so and it was Listen it was that Patty. How good is that? <laughs> yeah, I, well, look, he's right, though. We get asked about it all the time, and I just point down towards the Gold Coast and go a little bit west of that and say, the weather comes from there. And the, the, all, all the interstaters seem to believe it, Flynn, believe me. <laughs> hey, sounds good to me. Hey, two great test matches yesterday. Weren't they? I don't know whether you got home in time to watch the end of the English match, but, oh, boy, oh, boy, it was just exhilarating to watch both the games. Yeah, and um, and the South Africa women upset the Australian girls yeah. well. So it was it was amazing all day. I did get to watch the the end of the Indian England Test actually on air. You know, we've got Wi Fi now, so yeah. I could I was watching it on my phone. Um, so it was it was absolutely amazing. Um, and my first thought is how great is Test match cricket because of the the momentum shifts. Um, they can be slow to turn, but when they do, they're just remarkable. And um, you know, particularly when both teams can can win, like the Australian West Indies one was just unbelievable. But yeah, the impact internationally for the West Indies to do this, um, Shamar Joseph's heroics, and something we'll we'll talk about forever. And let's hope that that inspires um, Caribbean cricket because um, not just the West Indies, but Pakistan. Um, we thought it was going to be a nightmare summer from a spectacle point of view and from a contest, but it really, the opposition teams in every test match had the Australians in trouble at some times, and for five, four of the five of the test or four of the tests, they got themselves out of that hole. Um, and yesterday, but, but despite Stephen Smith batting beautifully, they couldn't get that done. Mm. Uh, yeah, that's a good call. Slow to turn and then hard to stop. You know, def- def- defending two hundred and sixteen yeah. is never easy. How does how do the bowlers feel on a on a you know a defence like that? Well, let's be honest. I, I just when we got to the ground yesterday with no Sh- Shamar Joseph, you know, I just couldn't th- see them winning that game. They yep. need to get wickets early, and they didn't. Uh, we're hearing that he might not be coming to the ground, yeah. let alone bowl again. Um, they had to go to their part-timers like Graves, who did a real good job the night before, seven overs in a row. Um, but it took it out of him yesterday. He looked military, medium pace, and just couldn't get two balls in the one area. So it took something special, Heels. And, and, and it was, you know, Shamar Joseph. It was just... Um, he was steady when he got on, and then when he when he knocked over Cameron Green with the, with an unbelievable delivery, um, a good batch of balls on a good area that were just sort of shaping away from the right hander. I agree with what you said, Heels. You know, the West Indies actually got the ball to move more than the Australians mm. in this test. A really good ball to get Green, who who batted really well yesterday, not the night before. And then it was bang, you know that was a that was a deliberate ploy to York Head, um, who made a king pair, 
um, you know, Mitchell Marsh, short ball, Alex Carey, full from around the wicket. Um, you know, Stark probably played the right role um, as in trying to score some runs because where were they going to come from? And then our tail just got absolutely exposed by some quality fast bowling. Mm. Yeah, there's no, I mean, there's no substitute for it, is it? 140 plus is going to give the tail in any team trouble. Well, it is. I mean, Heels used to face, you know, three or four of them each test match. Um, yeah, we grew up, you know, the West Indies were really popular in Australia. They weren't with the Australian players who had to play them every second <laughs> year. But um, just their style of play and their flamboyance with the bat, which, you know, isn't there. You know, the Brathwaite and Chanderpaul, uh, Larry Gomes type up the top. They, they didn't have great series. But this Kirk McKenzie, wow, yeah. doesn't he hit the ball beautifully? Um, you know, but he, they need they need game time. They don't get a lot of first-class cricket at home. So a lot of them are, are learning their, their game, um, their longer format in test match cricket. So you'd have to say that McKenzie, Athanase, Hodge, Graves, um, if they can keep that four together, um, and Brathwaite and Chanderpaul can can get back into form and get that that younger middle order against older balls. I can see them doing well, and the attack. Well, they obviously Roach is thirty five and been a warrior. Um, they need to get a replacement there, but that that attack could do well in in English conditions, in South African condition, New Zealand, because uh, Joe Alzari is Joseph's um, very very fast. Good player, Shamar yeah. Joseph. I mean, that's a repeatable action. Um, yeah, great to see him. And for the Australians, well, still some question marks going to that New Zealand tour. Yeah, I was going to say that. I mean, obviously Steve Smith carrying the bat yesterday. Maybe he's answered a few questions. What about Green at four? Well, he, he just, the word scratchy uh, the night before. Um, I think with Cameron Green, you know, I, I really rate him as a, as a player. I, I want him in the team. Um we were talking about yesterday. It's it's just intense. He seems very technical focused, um, and and he and he can't get out of it. The times I've seen him expand him, his game, we've seen it in white ball cricket, is when um, the Australians are up for a declaration in Test match cricket, and because he's an unselfish player, he he decides to play his shots and and help Australia accelerate the run rate. So he's got the shots, he's got the power. But how can he self-coach in field or problem solve to go, no, I've got myself out, out in now. I need to start um, scoring. And at number four, you, you, you want you want a free-flowing play. He doesn't need to be Travis Head or Mitchell Marsh. So um, he's young enough. I think he's good enough. Um, so I, I'd, I'd, I'd keep batting him at four while you've got these experienced batsmen around him. Yeah, what you're saying is he doesn't know how to bat yet. But and that means you know make a decision yeah. to and now I've got to push the button right now. He, he nearly got there yesterday, didn't he? He he hit a great drive for four, a cut shot for four, and he was he was back to his Sheffield Shield best. So until he got that nasty the ball that lifted far enough to hit him yeah. on the back elbow onto his stumps, he, he didn't have a lot of luck. No, it, it was a soft dismissal in the first innings, just a check drive to the one man in front of the wicket on the offside. Um, yesterday, you know, I hope he walks off going, I've got a good one there. You know, that there yeah. was not um, much 
he can do with that. And, and it was unlucky that the ball, you know, went off his um, thigh pad glove onto onto the pitch. So, um, but certainly, certainly there. But um, yeah, overall though, um, you know, what what a what a amazing gripping Test match um, yep. and day. Um, just an absolute highlight to, to to commentate. Yeah, it was. It's one of the best Australian Test matches ever. Um, do you believe the doctor? And well, how good was Shamar? Uh, Joseph and and he, the way he spoke after his great performance, but do, do you believe him that the do, he didn't know what the doctor did to his toe? Oh, I've got no idea. <laughs> I, I rushed out straight afterwards once we'd done the rap. So no, I, I didn't. What, what did he say? No, he sort of said, "Ah, oh, well, Doctor Bayam." Like it can, he sort of was calling him up. He what, to to answer Ish's question about what you did to me, you know, like he, he's done it well. He's hidden it well. Whether it was a needle or whether they rubbed something like yeah, an anaesthetic on it, or or it wasn't that sore, but he he was playing up to the pain. And the doctor who'd done something. Mm. Yeah, yeah, yeah I, 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 it's got to be. It has to have got jabs. I mean, yeah, the way that that Sancho crushed, smashed his toe. Oh. Um, and they said it wasn't broken, but that, at worst, they have to be badly bruised. And you've got to remember, when you're bowling, Pat, Ian Heels doesn't know it, the batsmen don't know it, but 10 times our body weight goes through the um, through our body when we land and release the ball. So if there's any little bit of pain through your body, I mean, that just gets um, magnified um, when, you, when you've got a smashed toe like that. So it was brave. Um, it actually got quicker. The more yeah, he bowled, yeah, I know. which was insane. Ten consecutive overs and beauty after T, give it to me again. So, yeah, this is a tick, one of the most heroic performances in Test Match cricket history. Um, you know, we, we, this is why we call it Test Match cricket, that, um, you know, sometimes you're, you're in absolute pain. I mean, we, we wouldn't quite be talking about it as much, but we, we would be talking so much about Stephen Smith. If he'd got 100 yeah. and got ourselves home... You know, we we'd be talking about one of the great Stephen Smith knocks, and 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 it was even though he didn't get us home, but um, just that physical performance. It was a hot and humid Test match. Australia fast bowlers yesterday, three over spells. That's all they could do. Yeah. Um, and and Joseph has just pumped out ten a ten over spell and taken seven for sixty eight. But there's still there's still element of criticism of the Australians creeping around Australia that you know they didn't run through the tail of the West Indies and and they're getting some blame for keeping the total down to 216 to chase. I think that's a bit unfair. They they toiled well. Yeah, exactly. Uh, yeah, it's the one cross against Australia um, in the, in this. Um, summer is their, their their tactics to the tail enders. It wasn't a problem in the West Indies. You know, second innings. You know, they knocked them over yep. for virtually ten runs those last four. But the first innings that cost us. Um, you know, El, um, Sinclair, um, Alzari, Joseph, even Kumar Roach only eight runs, but he batted for sixty-eight minutes. Um, it hurt us against Pakistan, even though we went on to get the Test match. So that, that's one that you know, years ago, you just with this four, you just go. They make their tail uncomfortable. And they knock them over. Well, really, what uh, Shamar Joseph did to our tail? Yeah. You know, they were hesitant. Uh, back foots were going towards square leg. Um, that, that they, they just wanted to. It, it was fight or flight from from the tail, and that's something that we used to do. 
Um, and, and that would be one that they need to, need to rectify going forward. Good stuff, Flem. Thanks very much for your time, mate. Really appreciate it today. Thanks, Flem. Thanks. Thanks, mate. See you, boys.